a Christian Circle podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. Well, thank you Pamela and uh, delighted to be with you. So, I am uh, a husband and a father. I've been married to my wife, uh, Christy, for 24 years, 24 and a half years, and we have been blessed with three boys. They're now uh, ages 18, 16, and 14, and um, uh, my primary duty is to, uh, to, to raise a family and, and to try to be the best uh, husband and father I can be. Um, in terms of the, the ministry, um, uh, a few years ago, developed uh, a, a special rosary uh, for men, and it's called the Men of Virtue Rosary, and identified uh, virtues in the life of, of Jesus Christ that can be particularly important and impactful for men, and meditate on, on those moments and those virtues in the life of Christ, and, and just like you'd say a regular rosary, but meditating on those virtues and asking for uh, Our Lady's intercession to help instill in uh, us as men uh, those qualities that were so apparent in uh, her son, who, of course, uh, was true God and true man. And it's been a, a real blessing to uh, to be able to develop this, and um, it's we're seeing great success with it um, all over the world, and uh, just um, very blessed to to be able to do that. Now, I saw your interview, the one that you sent me on EWTN, and I think you mentioned that uh, some of this happened because you were part of the prison ministry. You were going to prisons and saw that there were not many males as role models. So what is the role of, of, of a male, of a father, when it comes to um, family life first and then family prayer? Yes, it's a, such a great question, such an important uh, question. Um, you're, you're right. I, I, the, the inspiration for Men of Virtue Rosary came in part from uh, work that I was doing in the prison. And I, and I will say, to the extent that, that your listeners have an opportunity ever to, to, to do that type of work. It's, um, it's such an amazing gift. I got so much more from those men, uh, than they, than they received from me. And what I learned, um, by being with them is that, you know, despite the, the darkness of the prison, the, the light of Christ does shine through. And these men are, they're, they're looking for, a positive male uh, role model, um, a positive um, um, male sort of figure that they can um, that that they can sort of aspire to be like. And what what I did find that all of these men that I that I ministered, a hundred percent of the time, they did not have a positive male role model in their in their life. So came from broken homes. Mm-hmm. Father was not around. And so when, when, the, when the father's not around, the, then, then the mother can't be all that, that she is intended to be, and the kids can't be all that they're intended to be. So just such an important role that we, that we play as, as husbands and fathers. And so that's that, partly that's where the, the idea came from. There were some other things as well, um, 
but the, to the second part of your question, you know, what does it mean, um, you know, to be a husband and father? I, I think you, you just, you, you start, you go back to, um, just original principles. And what I mean by that is God intends that marriage mm. represents the, the covenant of, of love between Christ and his bride, the church. And I take my cues, and, and as men, we can take our cues from, from Christ as the head of the church. And so our role as, as a husband and father is to be the spiritual leaders of the family. And th there's, there's a lot of data out there um, that reinforces this point. Uh, but one of the, the key data points that I've seen is, although women... Uh, outnumber men in attendance in, in probably every major Christian denomination, and they're they're you know more likely to attend worship service at least weekly, and that that's true. But despite that, it, when, when mom comes to church, there's a fifteen one five percent chance that the rest of the family will. But if if dad comes to church, if the man comes to church, ninety percent of the time the family is going to follow him in some way. So it's it just so important for men to be spiritual leaders kind of in that um, image of Christ as the, the head of the church um, with his bride, the church. And, and you know, in doing so, just taking those steps, um, good things happen. The, the Holy Spirit um, will be at work and good things will happen. But it, it just it starts with, uh, like any journey, starts with a single step. I know that this is not part of our uh, question list, but if there's a man right now who's a, a father or a husband and who's thinking, okay, well, what should I do? What should be my first step if I haven't done this before with my family? What is what should be my first step as I think about doing this now? I, you know, I think I, I'll, I'll use a bit of a metaphor here, and um, and then I'll, I'll I'll answer your question directly, but. We're, we're often um, very focused on our physical health. Mm, yeah. and, and so what that means is diet and exercise. When it comes to being physically healthy, it, really, it doesn't really matter what you do. There's, there's a million things you could do. You can go to the gym, you can swim, you can bike, you can walk. Mm. It really, so it doesn't matter what you do. It just matters that you do something. And that you stick with it. So I so so translating that to being spiritually healthy and and you know what should somebody do? I, I think it starts by with prayer. Um, and if you really desire to be that spiritual leader of your family and you and you want that for your family, it starts with a prayer. And it's a very simple prayer. Lord, you know, help me help me bring you closer to my family. Um, and, and, and the Holy Spirit will, um, will help out. So you, you could, perhaps it just starts with reading scripture every day. So picking up the Bible and taking a few minutes every day and just, uh, you know, reading, you know, reading the gospel, reading about the life of Christ. You could do that. Um, maybe it, it, it means praying the rosary every day. And, and the, as an aside, the Blessed Mother um, you know, the Latin, ad Jason per Mariam, to Jesus through Mary. You know, she is a mother to us all. She is the intercessor. And um, her whole purpose um, from all of eternity was to be the, the portal, 
the, the, the Ark of the New Covenant, the way that God would come to us through Mary. And so her role is to bring us closer to her son. So the rosary is the, the graces that are available through the rosary to bring us all closer to, to Jesus Christ. Um, it's just so powerful. So you could pray, you could say the rosary, um, you know, go, go to mass. I'm, I'm Catholic. Um, so, you know, going to mass on a regular basis, whatever you decide to do um, and, and ask for the, you know, the Lord's help to inform your decision-making, but just decide to do something and do it. And if nothing else happens, your kids, your family, in the very least, they'll see that you're doing it. And if you stick with it, they'll know that it's important. And that's something that they can, um, you know, maybe it doesn't sort of strike them like a, you know, a thunderbolt um, in, in, in the moment, but, but over time, they'll know, hey, you know what, dad did this, or dad and mom were doing this, um, it, it must be something that's important, and, and that will resonate with them over the long term. So I'm glad you touched about the rosary, and you mentioned all these other uh, things, because my next question is, uh, what are the benefits of doing a daily rosary? Now, there are lots of people who are listening to us and will say, this is a Marian prayer, when actually it's all scripture. So what are the benefits of doing a daily rosary with your family? Well, there's just, there's so many, there's so many benefits with the, with the, the rosary. It's, you know, hard to know where, where to begin. I, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe start um, sort of on a personal level. You know, to me, um, saying the rosary is, is like, you know, hol holding, um, holding the hands of Mary and Jesus and, and, and um, you know, just asking for their guidance and, and direction. And, you know, we all, so it, it brings a great deal of peace um, to, to, to know that, um, that the Blessed Mother and her son are, are with you and walking with you, you know, on this, this journey. Um, it's meditative. Um, and and the, the, the meditations, as you mentioned, are based on moments in the life of Christ through the eyes of his mother and those mysteries, the, the joyful mysteries, the glorious mysteries, the sorrowful mysteries, uh, and of course the, uh, the luminous mysteries, you're, you're meditating on moments in the life of Christ. And you, I have found, I think this is pretty common that if you make this a daily practice, it, it, the rosary will just bring you so much deeper in your faith and in your understanding of, um, of, of Christ and his, his purpose, um, for us, um, um, for, for our salvation. And there, there's so many layers. So, um, the, the benefits, you know, the, there's, there's many, um, I, I think one of the, the greatest benefits is, um, the devotion that you have to the rosary, um, um, that devotion to the blessed mother, you know, she um, she hears our prayers, and you know it's a wonderful thing if when we say to one another, say you know Pam, I'll, I'll say a prayer for you, or you tell your friends, you know I'll, I'll say a prayer for you, and that's important that we do that. But Mary's prayers, Mary's prayers are um, 
are the most powerful in in the universe. And so we, we know we know Christ loved his mother and and obeyed his mother. Um, that didn't that didn't end when he left this earth. So having Mary pray for us, you know, she will never be outdone in generosity. So when we give to her through um, our prayers and our meditation uh, via the rosary, she won't be outdone in generosity. So the graces uh, that come back, peace and um, and serenity, and just the, her blessings um, in your family, those those are very powerful and important reasons to, to have that devotion um, uh, to our our blessed mother. Have you seen any personal um, changes in your own family by with the rosary? On a daily basis. Yes, and and you know I I think like like many good things, it doesn't often happen overnight, but it does happen over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just um, you know, a greater sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's look, it's it's hard. It's hard as a parent, you know, raising a family. They're just the, the you know the day to day. Um, demands and stresses that we all face, um, work and and raising kids and um, you know all of the the trials and so forth that that are just you know part of our 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 lives. Um, I have found that um, and I and I will I will say um, you know I, I have a, a lot of work to do and I'm not um, perfect by any stretch, but being able to find peace. You know, in all of the in all of the craziness that is that can be our uh, our our day to day, that that's definitely been um, apparent. You know, it takes time, but as I mentioned at the outset, you know, by doing these things and setting a good example, you know, I, I really believe you do instill in your children that you know there there are things that are important that, that they should do, and that hopefully over time they they model in their own lives. Now you've made this um, this men of virtue rosary, which is based on the original rosary, and uh, I know this. A lot of people will be looking at this podcast and thinking this is only for men, but quite frankly, uh, women can suggest it to their husbands, to their fathers, to their future spouses. And how is it that this rosary can help all of these men, whoever they are? Well, so you you make such a good point um, about the role that that women play, and and um, what, what you're suggesting, and you're absolutely right that women that they're very very influential, <laughs> and they they can encourage the 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 men in their lives um, to, to to adopt this and um, and and to pray this rosary. The other thing that's so important is. For for young women, um, share this with young women so they understand what qualities they should be looking for in a, in a future spouse. Mm-hmm. And I think that sort of coming back to, to your question, how do men use this? You know, how do men or women use this? One of the problems we have in, in our secular and popular culture is we, we just we, – we struggle with positive role models. They're not, um, they're not on the athletic fields of, uh, of this country. Uh, they're not in the political offices of this country. 
and the reason that they're not, and the reason that we'll always in the end be disappointed by our worldly role models is because we're all sinners. But Christ, because he was true God and true man, he was the perfect man. And therefore, he offers us the perfect model to, to live our lives. So by modeling ourselves after these qualities, and there, there are five virtues, uh, and they are zeal, courage, gallantry, humility, and, and loyalty. And um, by modeling our lives after these qualities that Christ exhibited while he was here on this earth, we have you know, our own true north, something that we can aim for. Now, we're never going to be exactly like Christ, of course. But by reaching and striving to be more like him, we build that relationship with him. And, um, you know, and in the process, uh, are able to be the husbands and fathers and sons and brothers and friends and neighbors that, that we're called to be. And so the, the, the rosary, it, it, you know, it's it modeled after um, the rosary. And, and these are just these virtues are based on moments, uh, experiences in the life of Christ that we can, that we can learn from. And I'm, I'm happy to give you some examples, but let me just, I'll, I'll just pause there. Yeah, but sure, sure. Uh, go ahead with the examples. I think that would be great for people to know. So the, the first virtue is zeal. And um, the, the booklet, and um, there's, a, there's a booklet that was, was developed, and, and it's available for free. Um, and and you, can, you can find all of this on the web at it's www.menofvirtue it's all one word menofvirtue.podbean p o d b e a n.com menofvirtue.podbean.com it's all free so in the booklet um, each of the virtues is is presented and there's um, for each of them there's um, uh, uh, sort of a, a one line that describes the virtue so for zeal uh, blessed is the zealous man, he who has given his life to something greater than himself. Mm. So the message here for men is it's so important to aspire to, to, to do something, to, to make whatever sacrifice you're making, to do it for something that's greater than your, your own selfish interests. Mm. And the example that we provide is when Jesus drove the, the money changers from the temple. You know, um, as men, we value and um, often we respect that the, the warrior, and Christ was certainly a warrior. And when he drove the money changers from the temple, you know, what happened just prior to that, he was, he was entering Jerusalem on a donkey, and everybody, including his, his disciples, they would have seen him in that moment as as a Davidic king coming to free Jerusalem from the clutches of the, the, the Romans. But, but Christ, his mission was so much more important than that. It was about something far greater than that. And he was coming as our, our, our divine king and giving himself up for, for our salvation. And then he went right to the temple and, and drove the money changers uh, away from that house of worship. But it's, it's a wonderful story that, 
um, that helps reinforce in us as men how important it is to be zealous uh, about something in your life. And then for each of the virtues, we provide a saintly inspiration. And the inspiration that, uh, that, um, that I chose for zeal was St. Paul. Uh, and and St. Paul had as much to do with the growth of the, the Christian church as anyone. And he risked his life to, to travel all over the world to, to share the, the good news. And often at risk uh, to, to, his, to his own life, he was you know, maybe one of the greatest influences on the growth of the, of the church. And, and St. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So here was someone who lived with great zeal and made such a difference. Here we are, you know, over 2,000 years later, reading, you know, the, the words that, that he wrote uh, in that, that time in, in his own life. So, so that's a little, that's one example. And each of the virtues is, is modeled in the same way. And uh, we've, we've just seen incredible growth and success. Um, this, uh, and I say we, I've, I've, I've been fortunate to have some friends and parishioners mm-hmm. at uh, our church that have gotten involved, and we developed a podcast, so you can find this again at the website, but it's, and it's on iTunes, mm-hmm. um, and the podcast now, it's, with, it's been out for a, a little more than a year, um, so it was May of 2017 when we launched it, mm-hmm. uh, March, March, I guess March, May, sometime in the spring. But it's now been downloaded in 32 countries, mm-hmm. and um, and I think 45 states in the in the United States. So it it's it's resonating with people all over the world. I'm just so delighted by that. And supposing there are men who want to start this in their own parish or start a group, a men of virtue group, or uh, pray the rosary together. How do they how do they go about this? Well, I I, I think it's. Um, it's, it's pretty straightforward. If you go to the website, again, menofvirtue.podbean.com, you can, you can download uh, a print version. Um, it's a PDF version, so you can have an electronic copy, um, or you, could, you can download the, the podcast, but you know, share it with uh, the, the men in your men's group or in your family or you, know, you really just need a, you know, one or two other, other guys and, and just start by uh, getting together and, and praying it. It's something that you can, you know, you can pick it up and you can read it. And, and so perhaps spend some time with uh, those, those men in your life to, uh, to, to pray the rosary together, or maybe just pick a, a virtue or two and just talk about it, how uh, you know, things that you might do to, to exhibit those, those qualities in your own life. Um, and it, so as I mentioned before, you know, don't overcomplicate it. Just, just start. If there's one or two other guys that you can recruit to join you that are like-minded, just, just do it. Get Men of Virtue Rosary and, um, and share it and, and pray it. And that's as, uh, really all it takes. So since we're doing this uh, month about family prayer, what are your best tips for family prayer? Well, so as, as, I'm, as I mentioned you know, earlier, I think as a, you know, as a, as a husband and a father, just... Um, Make prayer part of your life and, and demonstrate to your family that it's something that's important, you, whether it's praying the rosary or saying grace at dinner time or just reading the Bible. Just, just you know, do those things and you know, your, your family will observe it. 
you know, other, other things that, um, that, that you can do is, you know, you know, and it's kind of, it depends a little bit on sort of where your family is in terms of this journey. Um, you know, teenage boys sometimes are going to resist this a little bit. Um, and that's, that's okay. I think you can, from a from a Catholic standpoint, um, the thing that we we I think we overlook it sometimes, but it's such a, a, a just such a rich resource is the communion of saints. Yeah. So, you know, are there ways to celebrate you know the the lives of the the lives of the the saints? And you know, you can you, know, you can find the saint calendar and and maybe there's a, a a feast day that you want to celebrate. One of the things that, that we do with our, our, with my boys is, um, and it's coming up here soon. Um, I believe it's September 8th is, is the blessed mother's birthday. And, um, so on, on the blessed mother's birthday, we, we get roses and we get a dozen roses and we give half of them to, to, to Mary. Um, we've got a little Mary statue in our, our garden and we give the other half to, to, to mom, to, 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 to my wife. Uh, and so there, there's, um, there's always something that you can find, um, a, you know, a saint that, it, um, has, you know, particular meaning in, you know, your family. Maybe, you know, if you're from, um, if your family is of Italian descent, maybe, uh, you know, celebrating feast day of St. Uh, Padre Pio. Um, there's a lot you can do there. Yeah. So the, the other, the last thing I would say is, you know, offer up to your, to your kids, maybe give them a chance, ask them, you know, what, what would you like to do? What would you like to do? You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, you know, sort of sitting down and holding ha- hands sort of in prayer. But if you, if you say like, gosh, what, what, um, what would be important to you? The kids will come up with great ideas. You know, we've made some, you know, some short pilgrimages. It could be to, uh, you know, a beautiful church or a cathedral. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot of different things you could do as a family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, prayer, sometimes um, we, you know, in our, in our desire to, um, to, you know, in our struggle sometimes to, 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 to want to be closer to Christ, we, we can be some, a little bit narrow-minded. And, and prayer, prayer can take many different shapes and forms. And the, the main thing is that, you know, that we're, we're doing it to seek God, to seek that relationship with, with Jesus and, and whatever it is you're doing, if you're doing you know, that as a family, you could be taking a walk, um, yeah. and it's, it's, it's all good, and it, and it will lead to the right place. So I would just say be very open-minded. Um, try to get your family involved. Let them choose and decide maybe some things they want to do. Um, and then and as a husband and father, just be that leader. Um, and, you know, hopefully over time they see that it's important and something that they want to emulate themselves in their own life. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, I also wanted to add, um, maybe people can even think of doing a specific, uh, time. Like, for example, I can speak of this in my own family. When we were young, uh, our father used to force us to do the rosary every single day. He'd get home from work and we had six o'clock was rosary time. And we hated it. We hated it all the time. We would say, you know, this guy's crazy. Why is he making <laughs> And uh, we would find ways to get out of the rosary. Like we had to go <laughs> there, 
and today my father's gone but we still say the rosary it's just that without that rosary there's no peace and i was saying this to a guest last week as well if we don't say the rosary we're at each other's throats we're fighting all the time so there's a there's a great uh, deal of peace that comes in and that legacy remains on even though you know those people go away but we still remember the rosary and we still do it so yeah i just wanted to add that in if you can put in a time and fix in um, you know the rosary your kids may hate you but <laughs> they'll thank you later well that that is such a beautiful that's just such a beautiful story and i'm sure you think a lot about your father when you know when you're saying that rosary and that you you know you know um, that that's a, what a gift that he gave to you, and I'm sure your father he'd be very very happy. To, you know, despite all of the, you know, the the, the struggles years ago, um, to to you know to to get you to to to, to do this, um, I, I I would imagine that um, you know he knew that um, it would it would pay off eventually, and how how happy and pleased he would be. What a what a beautiful story. You know the, the the only other thing that I would I would add, and this is um, this is a quote from uh, Pope John Paul II, and he said, "The future of humanity passes by way of the family. Mm, yeah. The future of humanity passes by way of the family, and that that message it was certainly reinforced. Um, you know the." The, the Fatima apparitions, the, Mary was very clear that the, you know, the final battle between Christ and Satan would, would be over marriage and the family. Mm. And so when you think about the future of humanity, uh, it just underscores how important it is you know, for us to, to, to continue to, to, to fight the good fight in the face of all of the you know, just all of the um, the evil that is out there in in our popular secular culture, and and you know we we know that in the end the, the victory has been won by Christ, and we're just we're we're asked to and called to continue to 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 fight the the, the battles, and who better to do that with than 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 Jesus and Mary. And, and all the angels and saints that are on our team. I mean, that's that is a heck of a team. I will take my chances with with that team. And I and I should I and I would I would be remiss if I didn't stress just how important Saint Joseph is mm-hmm. as as that that foster father, that father figure figure, um, that, that just the 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 chaste spouse, strong spouse, humble spouse of of Mary. What a, what a role he played to be charged with caring for Mary and, and her son. So that the Holy Family, along with all of the angels and saints, you know, we've, we've got a really, really good team. But the future, the future of humanity passes by way of the family. So wear that, you know, that, that title as husband and father and, and mother with great pride and um, you know, there's a there's a degree of sanctity there that um, we don't really understand and appreciate, but it's true and um, it's just so important for you know for the whole world. And the family is undergoing a lot of attack right now, right? I mean, I don't know. Even in our culture right now, we have so many people who 
the, the traditional model is being thrown away and the family is kind of disintegrating. The, the, absolutely. And interestingly, there was, there was an article in Forbes magazine um, a, a few years ago, and the article was titled, From Father Knows Best to Father Knows Nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was, to your point, it was um, the, the article highlighted the changes in our culture in the past 40 or 50 years. So if you go back, you know, in the, the 50s and 60s, Father Knows Best, that was the television program with the father was Jim Anderson. Um, and now, you know, today, and there's been a lot of father figures, you know, uh, over the years, whether it was Andy Griffith or, um, you know, Howard Cunningham or James Evans in the, the show Good Times. I mean, that was a show about, you know, the inner city, you know, you talk about a contrast. Good Times was a show about inner city Chicago mm-hmm. um, housing projects. But James Evans was the father who was acknowledged as hardworking and someone that was wise and someone that was, um, you know, always doing his job to take care of and protect his family. Well, today, father knows nothing. Um, you know, probably Homer Simpson is is yeah. probably, you know, the, the most famous father figure. And I, you know, I will, I will say, you know, Homer, he, he does work hard and takes care of his family, but th- there's just a very stark difference between how fathers were viewed and how the family was viewed 40 or 50 years ago and how it's viewed today. So you're right. It, the family is under assault. And, um, you know, this is, this is just the important work that we're doing to, to make sure that, um, you know, as, as moms and dads, we are living up to that, um, that calling um, and, and coming back to, to where we, you know, where we started, uh, God intends for, for marriage and the family to, to, to reflect Christ and his, his bride, the church. And there's, there's nothing more meaningful than, than that that we can undertake. Since you're already... Uh... I think you now you said you've been married what more than twenty years, right? Yep, tw- twenty four years, um, and go- going on twenty five. Wow, it's a jubilee year. Uh, yes. <laughs> what advice would you give to people who are raising young children right now, uh, small kids who are starting with their families, so that they can start on the right foot right away? You know, the the the, the simple answer is just to. Um, just to exhibit those qualities that you know you 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 want your children to adopt, and they they will. The, you know the the positive and negative. The kids are going to pick things up, and so if you're if you're demonstrating um, how important faith is in in your your life, the the kids will will pick it up. You know be, beyond that, I would just say just you know just just love them. Just, just love them, and you know, for for your children, and um, yeah, it, it's so important for a lot of reasons. You know, we we talked about Saint Paul a moment ago. You know, who who said that you know that that among faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these is is love, and the the one of the reasons for that is you know that that. Uh, love endures forever because when you know what after this after this world you know in, in heaven you don't you don't need faith and hope in heaven love does in, endure so love is is eternal and everlasting and so when in doubt um just just love them and i and i as i said uh you know a moment ago i'm, I'm certainly uh 
you know, I'm not perfect by any stretch, but, um, you know, try not to go a day without telling my wife and kids that I love them and that uh, they're important and that they're cared for. And so that's, that's the, the little bit of advice I, I could provide. That's fantastic advice. Uh, so I want to say um, thank you, Michael, for coming on uh, to the show and for giving us your um, wisdom about the rosary. We've had a number of people who've turned us down. <laughs> so uh, I want to say thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you so much. Oh, well, you're, you're very welcome, and thank you for this ministry and all the work that you do. And um, it was just a real blessing to join you today. So my, my pleasure. <laughs>